0: Hello and welcome to the Incredible Witness podcast. Today's episode is titled Responsibility. Global warming is a serious issue and the economy is going into recession. Inflation and the cost of living is spiraling out of control. Who's to blame? The nurses, transport staff and teachers are fed up and are finally going on strike and there's a national shortage of social workers. Who's at fault? It seems to me that globally, nationally and and as individuals, we are always looking for someone or some group to push under the bus, criticise and blame. I guess since so many people almost automatically adopt this response, that it's something we learn from an early age and never really unlearn the habit of doing. And after all, if the politicians do it and if the media encourages it, who are you or I to suggest we we should be any different, right? Well, it's a personal choice, your personal choice. But for me, let me put it this way: blaming others never improves the situation. It's a childlike, immature response. Now, don't get me wrong; I have certainly blamed people, circumstances, equipment, etc., for events and circumstances I was unhappy and frustrated about, where no one, er no one else was culpable but me. I've done it for years. And where has it got me? Nowhere. Has it solved my problems? Improved my situation? Brought about advancement or progress? No. So what has it done? You would think that any strategy that is, that is used so frequently, and by so many people, must be producing great positive benefits, right? Think again. The only thing that, uh, blaming others does is stir up conflict. conflict. Invite distrust, enmity, and likely retaliation. Indeed, I will go as far as stating that when blaming others, you are sowing the seeds of disaster. So why do we do it? I wish I could answer or, or answer that question. Or, or I had a good answer to that question. But I'm not. And I don't. The best I can say is that we do it because it is learned behavior that has a That has become habitual, and that we invariably do not take the time to to evaluate the usefulness of of blame as a strategy for success. As Tony Robbins says, blame is not a strategy for for a meaningful life. Blame is not a strategy for greatness. Just because we live in a country or in a world where blame is an established culture, it doesn't mean for a second that you or I will be wise to follow the crowd. If you want to make progress in your life or want to achieve something of great value to you, it begins by assuming full responsibility for your life, attitude, behaviour and outcomes. Now of course there are many problems which stem from the relationships you're involved with and many of you may be wondering why you should accept responsibility for situations which which you are only partly responsible for. In answering that question, It's important to identify your level of responsibility with regard to your actions or or inaction. For example, let's say you were in an intimate relationship and you put all your trust in him or her and later find out they are abusing your trust or have deceived you in some way. In such circumstances, you are still responsible for getting into that relationship and choosing to to put all your trust in him or her. Any way you look at it, the decision was yours. When we, when we defer to others or follow even what are accepted cultural norms of behavior, we are nevertheless still responsible for choices we have chosen to take. There's no way around it. You and I are totally responsible for the decisions we make and the decisions we fail to make. How does that grab you? The first time I was confronted by this idea, to say I wasn't happy was an understatement but I've since learned to see things in a completely different way. I now see the notion of assuming total responsibility for my actions as highly liberating because it means it's all down to me. My success or failure is in my hands, and my hands only. It means that I now have come to accept that even if I could find someone to, to pin some blame on, the only person responsible is me, so why waste time looking? Now, when working with the with the families or clients we work with, a huge part of the problem parents experience is due to their willingness or propensity to de- to deny responsibility concerning their care of their children. You see this often with parents who have a substance misuse issue that is chronic or well established. Yet they may frequently deny they are drinking or using illicit drugs excessively, even though the hair strand test results clearly deny their sobriety. Some parents are so committed to the story they tell themselves about their addiction or their life that they have difficulty differentiating between the truth and the lie. And if you tell yourself a lie often enough, you will believe it. Whilst assessing such parents, one of the questions it is useful to ask is to what extent do you agree with the local authority concerns and do you accept that your child has suffered harm? These are two really important questions to ask because the parent's answers highlight their understanding and insight into the problems the child and the family are facing. You gain an understanding of a parent's level of insight when they either acknowledge or reject and deny the concerns of the local authority and professionals. The other question is easy for the parents to answer but the second question I think is harder for parents to get their heads around because essentially you are asking them whether they accept that their child suffered any harm whilst in their care or in the care of the other parent or caregiver. Often parents will respond by being quick to mention any harm they consider their child has been exposed to as a result of the actions of of the children's services, Which, which, don't get me wrong, is an appropriate issue to be considered. However, when it is used to deflect culpability away from themselves and onto others, Well, they are failing to acknowledge any possible harm their child was exposed to as a result of their care. In my view, it has to be understood that it is extremely rare that parents recognise that their behaviour is harmful to their children because that is one of the last things they would purposely do. The problem as I see it, which gives rise to the considerable difficulties between parents and professionals, is at least threefold. Firstly, parents don't recognize when or how their actions are harmful to their children because their behavior is so habitual, having been repeated over and over again throughout their life, that they are are unconscious of the harm they can cause. They are simply not aware of it. Secondly, no parent wants to see themselves as being a bad parent. This is something, I guess, is universally rare for any parent to accept. Thirdly, as noted above, parents, like the rest of us, have been grown up in a culture of blame, we are thus m- far more used to generally to blaming others than accepting our responsibility for our circumstances. And these three factors I consider play a huge role in accounting for and explaining the propensity of denial. But failure to accept responsibility for decisions and behavior only results in the same old problems rearing their ugly heads and children being harmed. The problem for you as professionals is is that you can't make parents wake up to their responsibilities and the public law outline can be viewed as the last attempt to get parents to respond positively to the wake up call. By the time care proceedings commences, any possibility of working cooperatively with parents has gone out of the window. And when preparing to give evidence, it's your responsibility to become extremely familiar with All the evidence in the court bundle. It's useful to condense down your evidence to a few short sentences that encapsulate the essence or kernel of what you want to say. You can only do this once you you really know the case well and have assumed full responsibility for your knowledge of the case and the verbal evidence that you give. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you really got a lot out of it and it made total sense to you. Until next time.